You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. Steve Kinney, president of Search Optimizers, is here to talk with us, and we'll be with him in just a minute. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio show is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our program. And with our exclusive prospect engagement program, we deliver up to 23 warm prospects to each of our advertisers each year. If you'd like to learn more about this unique program, contact Rose Chamora at 951-515-4661. That's 951-515-4661. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rick. It's good to be here. It's good to have you here. Let's talk a little bit about you and your background that sort of predate what you're currently doing. What's your professional background, Steve? Yeah, I started out as a software engineer, and then I moved into being a workflow consultant, mainly for Fortune 100 companies. And I decided in doing that work that I love everything about Fortune 100 companies, except for the way they treat their employees, their customers, and their vendors. Other than that, I love them. So, but I'm bump. Okay. Exactly. All right. So so my passion is really to help small and really good small and medium sized companies compete against them. Okay. So that's our audience or what we term as lower middle market, two to a hundred million dollars in revenue. Are those the kind of companies that your firm helps? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Our sweet spot is between fifty and or five and fifty million. Okay. Although we have uh, companies up a little bit north of a hundred million and down to even below a million. Okay. So what is it that you do for them? Tell me what search optimizers does and what makes you different yeah so really search engine optimization is core is a a form of lead generation uh, is is the most important thing it does it's a scalable form of lead generation most companies they struggle to find a, a scalable way to to drive new people to them people that woke up this morning and didn't know about them discover them and their products and services and that's what we do through getting ranked high in the organic results of the search engines Okay, you use some terms that I'd like you to maybe help our audience to get comfortable with. They may already be comfortable with it, but bear with me if you are. But for those of you that aren't, you talk about organic. What are you talking about here as far as being found through organic searches? Great question. When you do a search in the search engines, you type in a phrase and you hit the search button. What comes back is the search engine result page, and there's really two parts to it. They're, at the most general sense, it's the sponsored links, and those are the links that you pay Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and the other search engines to get in. Then there's the results. When you say you, the company that's presented. Exactly. Okay. Not you, the searcher, but the person. No, okay. Exactly. All right. Then there's the results that come back totally algorithmically based on the search engine secret formula of who gets ranked number one, who gets ranked number two, and who gets ranked number 1.5 million. Right. And that... Uh, uh, Here's what I think I know. If you're not on the first page for most searches, you don't exist. Yeah. it's. I mean, it can sometimes go beyond the, the first page if contextually there's a lot of different contexts of what people are, okay. uh, what those results mean. Meaning if the first bunch of people don't relate to your products and services, it's a different context for that phrase. They might go deeper, but for the most part, you want to be in the first page and ideally in the first three spots. So have we been conditioned as as people who search for information that 
if we're looking for something, Google or whoever you use should be able to find the best ones and present them to you on the first page? Absolutely. We give a tremendous amount of credibility to whoever's that number one spot. It's kind of like the difference between advertising and PR. We don't trust advertising yeah. as much as PR. If, if, if Time Magazine has an ad for the new Ford car, that's not as powerful as if they're writing an article. If Car and Driver it. does a first look. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Written by a writer that you've maybe read some of her work before and you know that she knows what she's talking about so you your position is and your firm can actually help middle market lower middle market firms be consistently positioned on page one at the top of page one against larger competitors who maybe have a more well-funded program or at least more people doing the work Absolutely. And, and the reason for that is because I brought the experience from being a process consultant for Fortune 100 companies into our service. We actually offer what I call a high-end search engine optimization service at a price that smaller companies can afford. The vast majority of the SEO services out there are what we call search engine friendly. They don't they don't have that much value, to be honest with you. High-end search engine optimization, there's a rigor, there's a methodology, and it, and it tends to be expensive to do. But because we boiled that process down over 17 years that we've been doing this, we're able to allow small companies to really compete in many cases. Inside your own firm, how much are you having to stay current with whatever secret changes are being made to the algorithms and all that you know we hear so much and i think if there's ever been a, if there's snake oil in technology it feels like this area is right for that because it's so confusing and people so desperately want the benefit that they might misguidedly spend money with people who aren't really going to get them where they need to go as evidenced by people willing to pay to get that placement i mean how desperate are they in, in my opinion right exactly you know it's a double-edged sword getting ranked high in the organic results for really valuable keyword phrases has tremendous value but because of that i would i would say between 93 95 percent of all the offerings out there just aren't worth the money that you pay for them wow. so to get to those that are you really have to measure results not activity but accomplishment right and how much do you and your team have to keep current on whether i'm admittedly google is the dominant search engine right two-thirds yeah two-thirds now but you still have bing right yeah oh yeah you gotta pay attention to yahoo i mean there's there's other engines that people might use and i i can't speak to outside the u.s and what might Mm -hmm. be the engines that they use but there's not a monolith yet although there's a dominant player and how much are you having to watch how they change their sophistication to make sure that the tools and things that you're doing for your clients are still working? Constantly. 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 <laughs> I mean, Lucky you. We have, in our DNA, we have Kaizen, right? right. It's, it's continuous improvement. Right. We have to be looking not just what's published out there, but what are, what's happening to the results. When we wake up one morning and we're looking across over 120 companies times 50 to 100 phrases that we've got them ranked high for, when we see those results start to change, we need to go figure out why that change occurred and what do we need to do differently to get just a little bit of advantage over our competitors? So, so do they? Do the search engine companies make it easy for for you guys to figure out what their changes are and what you need to do, or is it more of a sleuthing effort where you have to kind of piece it together based on? artifacts and results you know it's a yes and no answer uh they, they really publish what their what their uh, the spirit of what they're trying to do is and okay they're, they're constantly doing that and they've got advocates out there but you really from within that because because you want to stay in alignment with what they're doing if you're in alignment with the purpose as the algorithms change in general you're going to do better but there's always what's called into unintended consequences of any algorithm change sure. and we're always trying to identify okay why did this happen why did you know the new algorithm change and maybe 85 percent of the phrases that that we're targeting for companies to do better, but why did that 15% get worse? 
What was the unintended consequence, and how can we account for that? Okay, so I'm talking with Steve Kinney. He's president of Search Optimizers. So I only have about two minutes until the next break. But I'm wondering if you could uh, – I have heard and read that video is becoming very important to search engine rankings, as is rich media like audio, the the stuff that we're doing here in podcast Absolutely. forms. So, But from, from an insider's perspective, is that – true and talk to the owners and ceos of middle market companies what does that really mean to them yeah it's a great question it all depends on what you're doing um you don't want to be the last one to do it you don't want to be in the middle of the road you want to be one of the leaders but if the audience that you're targeting if that's not how they want to be communicated with yeah that's not necessarily the place to start but i'll tell you more and more people are turning like i have my smartphone and i listen to podcasts like yours thank you all the time right and so if that's the case where your target audience is doing that Boy, you want to be out there. You want to be out front with that. And, and so it is important if it's if it's relevant to your user community, then the search engines are smart enough to say, then you better have that form of content on your website. Exactly. It's like that, they have that saying, if a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it, does it, does it make a sound? Right. Well, the same thing. If, the, if you have something to say and nobody's listening, it's not going to affect the search engines either. But... If they are, you want to be out on the forefront. You want to, to, to build that base, that, that engagement with your users like you're doing. Super powerful. Well, we're getting a lot of content out of this young man here, Steve Kenny. He's sharing a lot of great ideas, and uh, I'm looking forward to having the conversation that we're going to have in just a few minutes. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back here on Critical Mass Radio Show with our guest, Steve Kinney, president of Search Optimizers, after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. 
Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Steve Kinney, president of Search Optimizers, is our guest in the studio. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 16,000 shows during the last 30 days, and we here at the program appreciate your continued and your growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, Hundreds of past radio show guests who have put the archives on their platform, on their website, as well as various business, other business-oriented podcasting services. Steve, let's talk about kind of the ways middle market companies can use SEO to help grow their businesses. So can you give us some, based on your experience, ideas that these CEOs that are in our listening audience can learn from? Yeah. The first thing you want to do is you just want to analyze where you stand, right? A lot of companies think there's five or eight or ten phrases that are really important. And to be to be honest, it's oftentimes hundreds or even thousands of phrases oh, that people are searching God. on every day that relate to their products and services. So you really want to look a lot broader than just that maybe five or ten. Okay. And you want to look at phrases that have decent search counts that you think are good buying phrases. And then you want to analyze your competitors. You want to see where they are in that. And that gives you a sense of where that niche is. And that all can be done. Absolutely. There are tools and technologies at your disposal that you can do that for your clients. Absolutely. Okay. So so that, that, that... Because... That's the beginning of understanding what you're going to do as a plan, right? Yeah, you where are you today? Right. And then where do you want to be tomorrow? And that data, when you look at that analysis, it's going to give you some ideas. You're going to look at this and go, oh, my gosh, this competitor here, we have a, a superior product or service, and they're beating us in the search engines. We need to be ahead of them. Do you find that middle market CEOs and their teams are very aware of the type of search phrases that are used to find them or to find similar products? Or is that a learning moment for them when you come back with the data? It's a learning moment. We're really expanding their their, their idea of what it is. Usually they all have five to ten that they go, yeah, yeah, these are it. But, boy, when we do that analysis, we'll spend about 20, 30 minutes, really understand their products and services, who the ideal prospect is. We'll get in the head of that prospect. You don't describe your product or service the way you would. You describe it the way your prospect would, and okay. then you describe the problem that you're solving for your, for your, for your company, for your, for your customers. That gives us some idea where to start. We go do research. We'll come back with 50 to 200 phrases with search counts, where they're ranked, where their competitors are ranked. That usually, when they look at that data, they get a lot of ahas. Okay. And then they say, okay, now I'm going to have to pick the ones that I want to put the wood behind the arrowhead, right? Well, it's it's a collaborative effort. Okay. They can say these are the ones that I want, but when we do an analysis of where they stand with the search engines today, where their credibility, what we call their search engine credibility is today, they might not have the credibility to target exactly what they want today. We need to start with a place that they can with the credibility that they have. So we're, it's going to be a, a process where we work together. We help. They, they can tell us which ones are buying phrases, we can tell them which ones are ones that they can target today with the credibility that they have, and then we can do what it takes to start to get those ranked high. When we get those ranked high, that will drive traffic, it will drive engagement, it will increase their search engine credibility, then we can target a few more phrases and a few more and eventually better phrases. That's a strategy that works. Okay, so I was I was perfect on everything you said, except I need a, a refresher on credibility. Yeah. What is that? Search engine credibility. The way I describe it is if we just registered a brand new domain name today, first time anyone ever had that, we put a website up and we gave the search engines time to index it, on a scale of 0 to 100, it would have a credibility of 0. Wikipedia.com would have, for instance, a search engine credibility of 100. If we took the exact same 
homepage for uh, our new page, our new site, and put it on Wikipedia.com, gave the search engines time to index both, Wikipedia would get ranked higher for things on that because they have a tremendous amount of search engine credibility. Okay. Is that something that can only be built with time? Uh, yes, okay. exactly. So it's like personal. So it's time cred- and effort. So it's I mean, like personal credibility. Well, it, it takes time, but it also takes you doing the right things. Right. right. If you just expect over time, you're going to get personal credibility, but you're not out there earning it. Okay. You're not going to get so it. So is that a part of how you help middle market companies then as you look at their credibility and you have both a strategy for search engine optimization, but also it, it in combination with that, a way to keep improving their credibility? Yeah, we're a turnkey service. So we work with them to develop the strategy. It's a collaborative effort because they know their prospects and their customers better than we do. But we know what kinds of things they can target today and the strategic approach to get there over time. Once we decide on a strategy, we implement it. We're turnkey. They don't have to worry about it. They They look at our results month over month, and then they make the decision to stay with us or not based on those results. Okay, so let's go back up the decision tree. <clears throat> Are there companies that you engage with who have used a pay-per-click or some type of inorganic mm-hmm. uh, way who choose to want to either continue that or augment that or use that in the meantime until their organic searches come up? I mean, how does that work? How does pay-per-click and in an inorganic way come into play with your clients? Yeah, great, great question. Google makes over a billion dollars a week selling those sponsored <laughs> links. So Hallelujah. it must work, right? Yeah, if that right. much money is being spent, it must work. So I don't never say not to do it. What I always say is if you can spend a dollar and get two or three in return, you're going to do it. But with pay-per-click, what's happening over time is it's getting more costly to get that click-through. The value of a click-through didn't increase. The cost of it did. So there's a point of diminishing returns. What you want to do is, is a perfect balanced approach is to get what you can on the pay-per-click side, but then always to be going after organic and getting more and more and better phrases over time. You put those two together, you've got an integrated approach. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm talking with Steve Kinney. He's president of the Search Optimizers. But it's my understanding, tell me if I'm right or wrong, that uh, pay-per-click stops being valuable when you stop paying for the clicks. There's no residual value to your website to the fact that you might have done it for three or four years and ranked and been on the first page and all that stuff. It kind of it's like term life insurance. If you don't use it during the term, it's gone. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's a really good point because okay. that's where search engine optimization has a momentum to it. So the efforts that we're doing this year will we'll multiply what we can get next year. So our customers that are they're still paying the same amount this year that started with us three years ago, but they're getting a much higher return each year over the over the best. So there's a over the last. So there's a momentum that happens. It's really powerful. And you're right. When you turn off pay per click, you're done. Do people get frustrated with you because this can be a little complex? Well, our job is to demystify it, to make it not so complex. Their okay. job is really to help us with a strategy, and we have a process to do that. Our job is then to get those results and to show them the results. When we do what we say we can do, we've made their job easy. And when you look at them and you say, okay, you need to improve the credibility of your website and here's some ideas, do they have, okay, so I think you need to have some videos around this content or an audio file here or a white paper or some other things. Do they then have to go off and do that work? because you're making the recommendation? Yeah. Let me unpack that just a little bit. I I love the saying that in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, right? So what we do is is we help them look against their competitors, right? And if they've got, I'll say, a a lower-end website, but it's better than their competitors, we're all good and we can work with that. 
on the other hand, if their competitors are up front of them, we just show them side by side, look at what your competitors are doing. We need to be at least where they're at or better. And pretty quickly they go, okay, I get it. Is any of that come to do with the layout of the design of the site, or is it more intangible or less obvious factors of the website that you're looking at optimizing to help them in search results? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. It Really, it comes down to engagement. What site's going to engage more? If okay. you have a site that just looks like a brochure, your analytics are going to tell you they come and they don't do too much. If you see another site, it's very engaging. It's got video. It's got you know you know things calls to, to action and it's engaging people and it's involving them and it's helping them solve problems right there. It, it, the engagement's going to go up. So uh, the idea is is you just want to do as much as you can to engage your audience. That will increase your search engine credibility and that will help us get more rankings. So in your experience, I'm talking with Steve Kinney, president of Search Optimizers. Are there a set of best practices then for most? of your clients that you can help them with or are they kind of unique to the brand and the firm and the industry and the rest of that stuff? I mean, in other words, can you look at a website and go, okay, well, I, I've seen this play before and I kind of know what we need to do to get you off the dime? There are definitely patterns. There are definitely patterns, but you really want to look at it in the context of who they're competing with. So it's not like I can say, you know, I used to say in search engine optimization, I could write 15 things on the board, tactics, back 15 years ago, and if you just kept doing those things more and more, you'd actually get some pretty good results. It's gotten so competitive, you can't just say, here's the 15 things you do before. It's very con- Context-based. It's what people around you are doing. You need to be as good, but just a little bit better. If you're too far afield from what everyone else is doing, the search engines don't like that either. Wow. So there isn't just an automatic formula. It's more of a strategy than a tactical approach. Oh, this is really then <clears throat> very subjective, in as far as how, where you are relative to your direct competitors and your client. I mean, it's in one size does not fit all. Your job continue. The role that you must play for your clients continues to get more and more valuable because it seems to be harder to get the desired results that you want. You can't trick the systems anymore. It's much more sophisticated. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. It's a good balance between left brain and right brain, right? The ideal employee that I hire has, you know, one, one lady that I hired recently had an economics degree, very left brain, and she had a dual major of journalism, uh, very right brain. You need both sides of it. The formulas, the, the algorithms are, are very objective. I mean, they're just cut and dry, but how you figure out what they're doing, you really need to be creative to kind of uncover what works. So it's, it's a balance. Is it your experience then, Steve Kinney, that by a middle market firm working with a firm such as Search, search Optimizers or another high-end value-laden uh, supplier, that they can actually create a position of, of, of first-page performance and over time maintain that? Absolutely. It is a battle. I mean, it's, it's the first battle is is how to get those first page right. rankings because right. you're fighting against everybody right. else that's fighting right. for it. Right. But you can't just stop there. Okay, you've got to keep fighting because they're going to attack back. When you take someone out of the number one spot, forty-two <laughs> percent of the people click through on the number one spot, but only sixteen point eight percent click on the number two spot. Holy when you take cow. them from one to two, they're going to know and they're going to fight back. So oh. it's just a battle. It's a battle to get it and then to keep it. Well, wow, this is this is a war. It is. It is a war behind the scenes. It's all pretty and nice, but you really... Okay. So if someone wanted to learn more about you and your firm, how do they find you online? 
Uh, you can find us at searchoptimizers.com. That's S-E-A-R-C-H-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S, searchoptimizers.com. And if I put in a Google search around firms that help me with search SEO optimization, would you come up on the first page? It yeah. must be super competitive for people in your industry then because you guys all know the tricks and everything. Yeah, this is almost a topic for another discussion. There's black hat and white hat. And if you want to invite me back, I can I would. unpack that one for I do, you. I do. Yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. I just we, we can go a whole other way here. I mean, because I think you really helped me to, and hopefully the audience, to begin to take the logic through the decision tree on what needs to be done in this area. Because as I said earlier, um, I, I feel there's a lot of misinformation and maybe vendors who are not um, seeing the world the way you and your other worthy competitors see the world and probably confuse a lot of entrepreneurs and middle market CEOs about what needs to be done. And one thing, I can, if I could add, that I teach a class for UCI Extension Services on this. 700 bucks, and in, in about six weeks, you're going to learn a lot about this. And really? If you wanted to take that class, that's a, is a cheap an, way to get it. Is it a speed. night class? It's a night class, yeah. And how do we find out information about that? So if you uh, Google UCI um, Extension Services, and it's a search engine marketing class, and Google my name. I'm on the advisory committee for the Internet Marketing Program, and I teach that class. So that's like a cheap way to get to, to have you as a consultant. Yep, exactly. So really you is. said 700 bucks. 700 Holy bucks. hell, I think, sorry, I'm not going to swear, but I mean, I, I think I'm going to have to sign up for that class. Uh, that sounds like well worth the time and money. All right, well. Thanks for being a friend of the program. I'm going to talk to Crystal Nunley, our producer, about having you back on. I think we just uh, have started the understanding of what middle market companies need to do to get their companies properly positioned based on how valuable they are for their clients. Great. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that, unfortunately, is going to wrap up the show for today. I hope you've enjoyed both of our guests. Uh, I think we delivered a lot of content. Hopefully, you've gotten some notes and some things to do, and maybe you'll contact our guests to learn more. The show is brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, S&H Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS protection i'd like to thank the entire team that worked so hard to make the critical mass radio show series work work so well if you'd like to learn more about critical mass for business or maybe you want to refer a guest or advertise on our radio shows visit critical mass for for business.com until our next show i hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction you have been listening to critical mass radio show business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 